Be'ezes Hashem Yisbarach. We will continue what we are learning in the Holy Letters of the Balatanya, letter number 12. Neshir is l'schos r'fua shalema for hinda bastav arachot. We are learning the Holy Letter, letter number 12. Well, we are now summarizing the primary contents of the letter. And integrating them now to be able to see all of the contents and all of the revolutionary transformational ideas that the Holy Balatanya lays down with this letter and to see the world through the lens of this Holy Letter. Which, as we said multiple times, we can learn this letter in a way that this is another thing that the Holy Balatanya said. Or we can understand, like the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe said, that the Holy Balatanya was an atzmi. He was an, he was an essentialist, which means that he put his essence, he put the essence and the nucleus of the deepest, profound truths of the Holy Torah, of the inner dimension of the Torah, of the essential intelligence of God. And he put it deep into the different chapters of the Tanya. And over here we have a letter that we can read it superficially or as we've done we went deep into it, Shiorim, for almost a year to fully be able to comprehend and appreciate the radical transformation and the whole new understanding, a cosmic consciousness, a new understanding of the inner dimension of the Torah, a new understanding of the purpose of the world and how although the contents of this letter mysteriously and esoterically touches upon concepts that are far-reaching but when one goes deep into the words that the Holy Balatanya says in this letter and finds them throughout all Hasidic philosophy we see that we uncover, we uncover and we extract an entire minefield, an entire new understanding. And this is an entirely transformational revelation of the holy Malshamtev, which is the essence of Divrei Elikim Chaim, the essence of the words of the living God, the inner dimension of Hasidus, which the reason it's called Hasidus is because the word Hasidus directly connects to the word Chesed, kindness, which is the first of all the Midois, the first of the seven energies, 
And as we explained extensively, which the summary of this letter is confined by a few necessary prerequisites, necessary codexes. You need, there are certain fundamental ideas that you must have in order to begin to appreciate, be able to see the enormity of what the Holy Balatanya is saying over here. The two fundamental ideas that we spent extensive amount of time going into. And although some of the shiurim, we have not delved deep into the contents of the letter, but stuff around it was to unwrap and unravel the two codexes of humanity, which are the secret of the Holy Torah and then the secret of the purpose of this world. The secret of the Holy Torah is what are we learning over here? As we have said, the person goes to Koilal for 40, 50, 60 years and they learn nonstop halacha. They learn Talmud. They learn Chumash. They learn the Roshoinim, Achroinim. They learn Agadata. They learn every form of the Torah. But what has the Torah taught them? What have they really learned? What is the essence of the whole entire Torah? What is the story of the five books of Moses? What is the five What is the beginning of Torah Shebeksav? What is it? The Jewish people to, to arrive on Mount Sinai, to arrive on Matan Torah finally. To arrive at Matan Torah and to receive the divine blueprint to receive a divine blueprint that mysteriously looks like the story of their history, the story of their own lives. And we've discussed this at length. What type of funny thing is it to show up and finally at the moment of your being chosen and to see the blueprint And we've explained this at length in the Enlightenment of Understanding. And we went through this very deeply. That God choosing man at Martin Torah and giving him this divine blueprint is telling the Jewish people because of your evolution, because of who you became, who you are, because of what you went through, because of you, I choose you. And God went to all the other nations in the world and he asked them if they wanted Torah. And they rejected the Torah. And the reason they rejected the Torah was because they were created. They were created as an external version of God. Where Adam Adishan, the first man, right away sets life into the mode of sin. Sin meaning falling. And the rest is history from that. Enoish, Mitsushalach, Shein, Aver, Avram Avinu, the whole entire man 
whole entire world, starting from Adam Arisha, right away the first sin to the first son killing his brother, which is the problem of creation and the beauty of creation. The beauty of creation is I made you in my image. I made you in my image, man and woman. You're going to reflect my energy, my infinity, my, my soul. My, I am the soul of the world. You're going to bring my light into this world. You're going to reflect me because I'm not going to be vividly here. Because if I'm vividly here, the world ceases to exist. So I will constrict my revelation to allow you to be Odomarisha. And you will bring me deep into the world through Chava. Chava holding the presence of God. Adam holding the energies of God. And together, you will work together to bring me deep into the world. And the evil serpent, the, the Nochosh, says, if you can be God, if you can bring God into this world, why not take it for yourself? Why not do everything for yourself? And introduces the act of sin through the eating the fruit that was primarily body that woke up the body of Chava to discover the body, the separateness, the selfishness and woke up the selfishness in Adam and the rest is history. That is the story of the Torah. The beauty of man and the failure of man, the beauty of God saying, I will allow you to be the creators of the world. I will allow you to change this world. I will allow you to live in the world. I will allow you to be in the garden. I will allow you to be a partner with me. And how instantly to take that and corrupt it. To take it for your own gratification, for your own pleasure. Which results in the problem of man. The beauty of man is we resemble the creator. We partner with the creator. We mimic the creator. We look like the creator. We can be the creator. We can unite so deeply with the creator. But the problem of man is that how can God be God, which means the all unity. And God creates man who's made in his image. And both man and God, how can they coexist? If God is God, if God is God. And if man was made in his image, then man is God. And then man has woman. So we have God, man, and woman. And then we have children. And two children. How can they all coexist with each other? And the problem of man is we can't exist with each other. And the beauty of man is, the tferis of man is, you are made in God's image. So if you're made in God's image, you must live together. You must integrate. You must transcend your selfishness. You must transcend your singularity, your selfish singularity. And you must go deeper until with a unifying force where me and you are two parts of one whole. Where me and you are mirrors of each other. Where I ultimately see myself in you. And the problem of man is what we're dealing with until the moment of Matan Torah. And God says, ultimately speaking, I created this experiment. I created this world that told us Adam. And you can see yourself how it evolved for me to choose this nation, the Jewish nation, because you are the direct inheritors of Adam. You will fix Adam into its completion, but into a completion that will take 6,000 years. But ultimately speaking, there will be a nation of God 
they will have revealed God's energies with each man on his own, even before he gets to his spouse. Each woman, man, child, teacher, rich man, poor man, evil man, each one of you will make a shlemos, will make a unity, will make a shalom in your own system. You will make a, you will make a peace between your soul and your body, between your soul and your personality, between your 10 energies, between each and every organ with the other. There will be a complete integration. Because when you look at yourself in the mirror, you are an integration. You are not an animal. An animal is no integration, just a little petty life of instinct. But man is intelligence and instinct. His will and his pleasure, his godly infinity. And he has a beastly base body. And the goal is for heaven to kiss earth for his soul, to rejuvenate and to lift up and to infuse and to plant and to radically transform his body. Every single facet of himself to push so deeply until the core of all of his energies reflect his soul, reflect God. Where there's no contradiction between my chesed and my gevura. And I go deep enough into my heart, I will get to tferas, which means beauty, which is the beauty of man. In my right side and my left side may be the problem of man. My body may create the problem of man. My The fact that I have 10 energies may be the problem of man. The problem of man is the selfishness, the separateness, the stifilization, the mitzrayim, to be in one moment to stifle, to narrow down. Ah, but the beauty of man is to become a partner with creation, to discover the godly spark in me, which writes my own destiny, which will push out amongst all the fragmentation, amongst all the jealousy. So I was born with a tremendous jealousy, with a tremendous selfishness, with a tremendous personality. But the goal is to push out, to push against that and to transcend that. And to unite that with everything and every single person. But ultimately speaking, the story of man, the story of the Torah is a never-ending story. A story of God creating man, made in his image. And how can they both be united? How can they both be one? How can God see himself in humanity? And how can humanity reflect God? And the answer is the Torah. Starting from the first moment of creation. Going all the way to the Bismedish of Shame Ve'ever to see what it means that the Holy Fathers kept the Torah before the Torah was given. Because they were on a mission to transcend the beastly nature, to transcend the jealousy, not to get corrupted by the pleasures of the world, not to get corrupted by the base, beastly, base instincts. To watch Cain and Hevel, the beginning, the two brothers. The world is not enough for each other. And to realize that ultimately speaking, I took you out of Mitzrayim only to dwell in you. I chose Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov because you were the most purified form of man. Yaakov Avinu was the Tikkun of other Marisha. And now I will build a nation from Yaakov Avinu. How can we do that? Didn't work in the beginning. That is the story of the Torah, the never-ending story until the Messianic era. I will do the impossible through you. I will paint the most beautiful mosaic, the most beautiful play, the most beautiful movie. And you will be my scriptwriters, and you will be the characters. We will do it together hand in hand. 
And ultimately speaking, Kayan and Heaven will be no more. Ultimately speaking, the war of Adam and Chava will be no more. The war of the divine, the heaven and earth will kiss and fuse together. And it will be through you, through a nation full of millions and millions of people throughout 6,000 years that will radically transform the ego and radically transform this idea that me and you are separate. To use our separateness and our selfishness to serve each other. And ultimately speaking, that's the perfection of man. The beauty of man is the problem of man. And the problem of man that becomes the solution, becoming the solution by using the Torah. Since the Torah was given to all the Jewish nation and to constantly rectify the sin of Sinas Hinam, to constantly rectify the Midois, the energies of the heart, that the personality should not steal and should not corrupt these godly energies, but we should ultimately use them for a holy purpose, a purpose of integration, a purpose of selfish, selflessness, a purpose of surrender, purpose of integration. And that is the secret of what he's saying in this letter. That ultimately speaking, all of it goes back to Rachamim, to Tferes, to beauty, to integration. That this nation was built, the DNA was Yisrael, was Yaakov Avinu, was Rachamim, was the integration of Avraham and Yitzchak, was the integration of Yitzchak and Rivka, was the integration of Rachel and Leah, was the integration of Yosef and Yehuda, was the integration of soul and body, was the integration of soul and personality, was the integration of every single organ with every organ. And therefore, because you come from a refinement place, the five books of Moses was given to this nation. And this nation will do the impossible. It will refine its hearts much more powerful than artificial intelligence. It will be a true intelligence and a true Jewish heart, a true love and a harmony, a peace and a tranquility that comes from within, which is a selfishness, which you will push the limits. Much more than what was given to B'nai Yisrael, what was given to Yisrael, Yaakov. You will push the limits to the point where this entire nation will unite as one. The entire nation will transcend and it will usher in and live with the nuclear energy that was expressed and exposed and disclosed throughout the thousands of years since Matan Torah, where albeit we rise and albeit we occasionally fall, it is only the rising ability, it's only the transcendence, it's only our godly natures that survive. It's only our legacy, our legacy of things that will outlive us. What outlives us is the kindness. What outlives us is our children. What outlives us is our children who go and follow the Torah. The Torah means instruction. The instruction to be a damal elion, to be similar to God. The instruction that to be a nation where God can dwell in. She'ein al Hashem al there will be nothing greater than Messiah, King Mashiach, who will reveal the core of every single Jew that we're all one until husband and wife, Knesset Yisrael and Kutubrich will unite as one where there'll be nothing above Mashiach but God alone. And that is the ultimate king who will usher in an era of unity where God says, I can dwell within you because you have transcended your selfishness, your jealousy. You have transcended your judgments. You have transcended all the egoic behavior. 
where you realize you're only here for each other. And that is the secret of the Holy Torah. That is the secret of the second secret of the creation of the world. And it is with that prism that we are rejuvenated by the contents of this holy letter from the Balatani, which is the idea of a superficial unity, which means I'm giving to I'm giving to everyone around me, or an internal unity where I'm pushing myself to the limit because I realize in this moment of kindness, in this moment of transcendence, trans, transcendentalness, in this moment of going deeper, pushing myself beyond any limits, obsessing over compassion. That is the most deepest, profoundest expression of God. And it's those moments that when we express that, we create a true never-ending harmony between ego and person, between personality and soul, where they unite as one, where there's no more the sin of the chetitzadas, where my body wants to harness and steal all my energies, but where I've pushed so deeply through till I've united and made place for the divine where the divine can be expressed through me. And it is ultimately these acts of goodness and kindness that will usher in the messianic era, that will radically transform our future, that will give forth the fruits and the light and the harmony that we will live with for the thousand years of Shabbos. It is Misha Tarek of Shabbos. It is the acts of kindness, the acts of tefillah, the acts of Torah, but the quintessential, the quality, the avoidance of tzedakah the deep, most profoundest sense of compassion. It is those moments that when we usher in the Messianic era, the Yom Shekulei Shabbos, we will live with that story, watching in magnificence, as Melech HaMashiach will teach the Torah with a visualization, where we will witness, we will have not only spiritual insight, but physical insight, and we will witness the whole entire history as this story of man, man transcending his beastly nature, Man transcending his jealousy. Man transcending the problem of man to become the beauty of man. The Tferes, the Tferes of Adam, which is Yudke Vavke, which is the name of God, to transcend your beastly nature from behemoth to become Adam Elian, to become a partner with the divine, where ultimately the divine is expressed through us. And it's these moments of majesty that cause the greatest prophets to be chosen. It's the moments of one moment in time. I want an understanding heart. It's a moment of true humility and un unity. It's a moment of caring and compassion as David, Moshe, and Shloim and all the seven shepherds had. Because it's those moments that they've become a Dalmel Elion. It is those secrets, the secret of the Torah, the instruction, the word Torah means instruction to transcend my Adam, to become Adam Le'elion, to be a space where there could be Yishkin Hashem, there could be Kayan and Hevel and 15 million other Jews, which we are all the culmination. We all have grandparents and great-grandparents that integrated into us, that invested in us, invested in a future. They didn't invest in a temporary bridge, like the Holy Talmud says. They didn't invest, you know, in a, in a building a building, but they invested in a future. And it is that future that we hold in our blood it is that transcendence that we hold in our blood. It is that compassion. So we are just the end, but we are the end of the beginning. And we are the beginning of the end because we hold within us all the years of self-sacrifice, 
Because what goes on is the self-sacrifice. What goes on is the godly spark. What goes on is the compassion. What goes on is the things that are beyond the selfishness. And it is with that energy of thousands of years in Golas that we have the ability to write a new future, to live in integration, live in unity, live in this state of Avoid the where we recognize that it's these moments that we transcend our beastly natures and ultimately will allow us to purify the core of our hearts where there's no more ego in the sense of corruption, but where our heart becomes so sensitive to each and every one of us around us and we operate in unison that B'nai Yisrael, the children of Israel, become one nation, Israel. And in that space, the Ebeshter is Nizgala and it's a never-ending, everlasting tranquility.